Hi everyone, and welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm your host, Brent Constantine, here with my co-host, Christine Bordelin. Hello. And technical advisor and supervisor's assistant, Shane McLean. Hey, just up here on the ones and twos. I've been taking some night classes just trying to learn the board. It's just a little lingo I picked up. Cool. Well, Shane, you've got a lot here to do at the Grombo Ranch, and again, I'm telling you, you don't need to go off-site for that. We do have that internet connection now, mm-hmm. so you can get everything that's available through Daily Motion. Uh, unfortunately, YouTube was not part of that internet package, but Daily Motion videos, free to watch, free to use, up to five a month. A lot of exciting stuff going down here at the Grombo Ranch Entertainment Hub mm-hmm. uh, Network. Uh, you know, first off, just a bit of a housekeeping Uncle Grombo not doing well. Uh, doctors, oh, many no. doctors um, are saying that, yeah. uh, you know, he's actually passing away. <gasps> you know, we had hoped he would pull through, um, oh, no. but he's not really pulling much. The bones were mm-hmm. the first to go. And now the muscle and some of those tendons are kind of on the way out uh, also. And we've done everything we could which was putting him into that uh, nutrient bath. And uh, so he's kind of suspended in the middle of that tank. Uh, and we can see we've got some glass all the way around. Mm-hmm. We can see him. He's communicating with us through a series of winks, uh, which I have gotten legal advice on that that is binding. As long as we've established that series of links, excuse me, as long as we've established that series of blinks, one blink for yes, two blinks for no, and three or four blinks from maybe. We haven't really decided that one yet. But uh, in, in the presence of a lawyer, uh, that that does count. And as the executor and Shane McLean executor's assistant mm-hmm. of his estate and will, uh, that is locked up tight. So to the Grombo children, grandchildren, and friends and family, other family, uh, you know, that's locked up airtight, and we've got we've got our one of our best lawyers on that. Is it Nima? It is Nima. Uh, Nima Galamapur, uh, one of the top lawyer uh, that is available to us through Daily Motion and other avenues, mm-hmm. uh, phone, one of them, text, email, even better. Uh, and, you know, if he's available to come to the ranch in person. So yeah. he came down, wow. he established that series of wink. Uh, was correct and so through a series of winks we did go through that will line by line it took a while but um, Shane you took some good notes there and I want to commend you on that thank you so much yeah unfortunately you know about you know about four or five hours into that we did discover Morse code which which probably would have speed things up for us a little bit but none of us you know I, I think Grombo had tried to do the the Morse code yeah. for Morse code, but we just thought he was agreeing really quickly with um. us. I thought it was a bunch of maybes. It was very confusing. Yeah, that's we weren't really sure what was going on, so that did slow us down a bit and, and took, you know, at this point, a significant amount of the life that Uncle Grombo has left inside of him, and I wish he had just kind of gone with the yes-no maybes. Yeah, the wink theory, you know, that you only have a certain number of winks until you're body gives out and actually thanks to some advances in uh technology we've been able to pump grombo full of some steroids we found around the grombo ranch and actually it's had some great effects they are temporary but we have been able to you know off and on uh restore some of grombo's speech abilities and uh muscle function so uh in the in the presence of a lawyer a highly trained lawyer uh, we have recorded 
Grombos will once and for all for those of the family who are saying blinks are inadmissible or, you know, lawyers writing me that, you know, listen to this and I, I think you're going to be blown away by what you hear here. I, Charles Rupert Grombo, being of sound mind and body, grant the power of executor to my estate and living will to my nephew, Brent, Brent Constantine. He has my full legal and moral support to my resources, property, investment and sa investments and savings to use at his discretion. Any former wills, both written and detailed otherwise, are renounced. My property, 200 square acres of farmland, is given freely of my own volition to Brent Constantine to create the Grombo Ranch Entertainment Hub, the future of media and exciting independent productions, including the Dating Island Reality Ranch Project, which will soon revolutionize the industry. My degenerative bone disorder, while only appearing after Brent's living arrangements at my property, are unrelated and independent of his arrival. He is in no way responsible for my current condition and has provided the utmost care during this time. I ask my children, siblings and grandchildren to accept my decision. Do not try to contact me or Brent Constantine, who is my sole living beneficiary and heiress of this moment. Was that, was that right? My skeleton hurts. Can I go back into my tank now? Wow. So once and for all, that's, you know, straight from the mouth of Grombo. And, you know, we're probably not going to be hearing him again. So that's, you know, last will, last word and testament. And, and we'll leave it at that. But Uncle Grombo, we wish you well and get well soon. Get well soon, Uncle Grombo. Get well soon. So, Christine, we did take you for a tour mm -hmm. of the Grombo Ranch Entertainment Hub Network facility. Mm -hmm. And you did see Uncle Grombo there floating. And, we, and I think you can confirm that. Shane and I uh, have given him the most comfortable tank possible. Absolutely. It was so nice to meet him and to blank with him and uh, connect. I have been going through some stuff recently, and I really needed some time away from the city. So it was so nice to, you know, meet a guy, nice guy, and just um, just connect. Yeah, and I do want to commend Shane McLean again. I mm -hmm. think that you've really found your calling in tank creation and maintenance. Yeah, uh, because so it much. is very peaceful. Okay, just a second. So it is very peaceful down there underground. You're just kind of surrounded by this blue light and Uncle Grombo kind of you know floating and kind of squirming through the through the water solution uh, nutrient bath that Shane has. It's a bit of a gel, so he's able to yeah. kind of slip and slide through that thing it's a lot nicer than just that rickety old bathtub we used to have him in i think it's more of a conversation mm -hmm. piece and it's you know going out in style that's the way that i look at it and i get in there and i wash it out i get all the like the build up the tank grease mm -hmm. and mildew i, I clean mm -hmm. that every day 
And uh, the rocks that I put in there, he likes the atmosphere of those. I keep those polished. The treasure chest, I think he was really responding well to that. That was some really good energy. I see a lot more bubbles popping up from him um, when he sees that treasure chest. And to be you know, fair to you, you've really sped up as well. Because the first time you were getting in there, Grumbo went straight for you. And you barely got out of that tank in time. Yeah, for sure. But now he's not much of a physical threat, though. So I'm not as scared. As you saw Christine down there, because <laughs> it was feeding time... Um, was was the technique that Shane and I have developed is I will kind of tap on the glass, mm-hmm. you know, and that seems to distract mm-hmm. him and that gets his attention. And then I put those those uh, gelatin nutrient cubes in there and he's slurping those up and that gives Shane a chance to get in there and scoop up those, you know, droppings and uh, grumbo leavings of, of all kinds, kind of fingernails and detritus, what have yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a really incredible but system. This- and Shane, I... Tip it my is. hat to you. I mean, pretty amazing stuff. Thanks so much. You've wasted a lot of time on this acting and graping. I mean, you're an amazing actor, a bit mm-hmm. of a waste of time as a grape, but I think this has been great. Yeah, it's 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 one of those careers that's just been sitting there staring mm-hmm. at me the whole time. I can't believe I didn't notice it. Tank maintenance and mm-hmm. elderly um, <clears throat> palliative care. That's amazing. You know, I don't want to say it, but I kind of hope that uh, other people are afflicted with this bone uh, disorder so that we can squirt those guys into the tank because uh, it seems like a great environment. Yeah, and I think there's going to be an opening in that tank pretty soon. So get... Well, get well soon. Yeah, yeah get, get well, well soon. Pull through. And that does bring up, uh, you know, a big important point because we've been able to finance this tank, uh, you know, a bathtub and beyond, bath bed and beyond for Uncle Grombo. It's all one space. Uh, is this tank because we have through uh, Nima Galama Kapork's uh, legal work, uh, we have been able to access that uh, Grombo, Uncle Grombo uh, bank account. And oh. this has really opened mm-hmm. up a lot of the financing that you kind of see around you right now and the improvements to the studio. Mm-hmm. The chandelier? Uh, well, it's not new, but we were able to uh, clean it up quite a bit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with that money, yeah, we got a chandelier guy in. You know, I don't actually think they did much; just kind of dusted it, which I'd asked Shane to do. Yeah, it was pretty high up there. I couldn't reach that. Grombo money is going a long way, Shane. We're you know we're going to talk about this in a bit, but you've been doing some great work out there uh, in the pit, uh, building that bunker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know that money only goes so far. So we do want to announce. Today on the podcast that we have opened the Uncle Grombo Legacy Memorial uh, fundraiser, and 100% of those funds is going to support the ongoing legacy of Uncle Grombo and what he would have wanted, which is funding the creation of this Grombo Ranch Entertainment Hub. Mm So 100%, we're going to remember Grombo as he is today, as he was before when he had bones and was able to walk uh, on land and his dream, which came about very recently late in life, um, you know, late in his life to create this Grombo Ranch Entertainment Network Hub. So donations are open now. Life's a marathon, not a race, but he is racing to the end of this life. And we want to make sure that he can see those dollars just pouring in in support of his dreams of uh, creating his own entertainment hub network and ranch um, style dating show. And and you do bring up an important point that if we do get enough funds to completely fund this this ranch 
network and the network show, we will be investing that into reboning technology to help Uncle Grombo as much as possible. Mm -hmm. That's a bit of a stretch goal. Uh, of course, Uncle Grombo himself uh, stretched to the limit of the human form and skin. It's just as he's been in the water, he's just enlarged. It's an exciting time for us here at the Grombo Ranch. And so get well soon, Uncle get Grombo. Well soon. And to the, to the family, supposed family, because mm -hmm. I think family is chosen, not chosen for you. Uh, of Uncle Grombo that are trying to make this into a legal thing and try to trying to trying to speak on his behalf. I just want to say, where were you? Where were mm -hmm. you when Uncle Grombo and I were coming up with this idea and Shane as well? Mm -hmm. You know, you want to talk a big game about saying, well, you moved in here, you locked all the gates, installed a lot of gates. We weren't able to access it because of the, the barbed wire. And I say, well, you know, pick up a phone. And we did change that phone line, but you know, get in touch with Uncle Grumba. You hadn't talked to him in so long, and so mm -hmm. I think he doesn't want to talk to you. Uh, he can't, except through a series of uh, blinks and winks. But you have no legal right mm -hmm. to the Grumbo estate, and so I'd like you to back off and and stop messing with Shane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that was uncalled for. Yeah. Shane's an employee here at the ranch. Yeah, and it's pretty convenient, you know. They just ignore their frail relative Uncle Grombo for so long. And then the second that someone else comes in and starts caring about him and installing gates for mm -hmm. him and taking Pop care of his tank, the tank, they start coming around every day and harassing the very people that are caring for their loved one mm -hmm. and calling me names and tell it, calling the police on me. And forcing me to fill mm -hmm. out reports and answer really uncomfortable questions, you know? Yeah. And harassing me Where's while I'm Grumble? walking to my night classes in town and driving past me and mm -hmm. spraying dirt and rocks on me on the side of the road. It's despicable. It's really it's despicable. upsetting. People, these people need to move on. And Christine, when you were pulling in today, mm -hmm. and uh, I noticed you were on the bus, uh, and that is you know, intercity travel. Yeah, that's so that's only not a runs quick one. once a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank goodness. Is that they, they were giving, they were giving you a hard time as well. And you don't have anything to do with Grombo. Absolutely. I was just visiting. Yeah. Anyone in or out of the property there, like one of the armadillo guys was coming in and he even got the brunt of it from these people. They were trying to get animals. me to sign something. Very confusing. Despicable. Yeah, it was very mm -hmm. confusing. And I was like, excuse me, I've had a very emotional day. I'm just here to see my friends and see this old man. And I'll mm -hmm. be out of here mm -hmm. tomorrow because there's only one bus, you know? It's it's pretty it's pretty sad. And, and the thing is, is that we've installed that camera network and those turrets for Grombo's safety. And, you know, we've given people with access an access fob. And they're upset. And, uh, you know, when when Grombo, God forbid, passes away into that, you know, when he, be, he sort of floats to the top of the tank face down, uh, we'll let you view the corpse. And we have nothing to hide. Well, we got the cameras for a reason. There's a live feed going. And if they want to look at it, feed. it's on daily motion 24-7. Uh, as long as the Internet connection holds, they can mm -hmm. look at him. They just can't touch. You know, but for me, I was like really having a good, you know, good week. And then suddenly the cops show up at my place and mm. they well, actually, I think it was like the FBI or something. And they took away Nash, my boyfriend. And I have no information about like what's going on, where he is, what's oh my up. God. Yeah, it was so scary. 
And luckily, I had my phone, and I called Shane. I was like, Shane, mm, I yes. cannot believe what's going on. And you were very supportive about that. I believe it. And then, yeah, I remember I said, that's crazy. They're saying that he was wanted for like a murder or something or like a crime or something. It was an anonymous tip, they said. Yeah. And I was like, from who? And they were like, do you understand what anonymous means? And in my mind, I was like, nothing mm-hmm. is anonymous. You can look up the IP address of their phone, right? So anyway, mm-hmm. I was like, get me to the bottom of this. I want to know who's like, who sent this in to ruin my life and ruin Nash's life. And like, I, I have no idea. My guess is like something blue collar if it's true. And like, in that case, is it mm-hmm. really a crime? You know, but mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out. Blue collar, something, something like stealing lumber from a site. Yeah, or, um, totally. Joyce's. Okay. Yeah. Something like that where okay. it's like just stealing Ross. from some big organization or something like that. That's what I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Um, if it's true. Uh, but it's probably not. Um, yeah, that's like, that sounds really scary. But, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't judge this situation, you know, against all anonymous tipsters because I, I, a lot of great big big schemes were solved by anonymous tipsters and people don't talk about that. It's actually pretty like unknown, much like the Mm. tipsters themselves Mm. identities. Mm. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think the world runs on them. And you know, Christine, I'm so sorry that you're going through this because you're a great friend and we have uh, hangs outside of the podcast all the time. Totally. And obviously Mm. I'm here for you and get well soon. But yeah, geez, I I wouldn't want to live in a world where you couldn't anonymously tip. And, you know, just to play devil's advocate here, Mm -hmm. if there was an anonymous tip out there, chances are, you know, that's not coming out of nowhere. So just just we got to we got to, you know, digest that possibility. I mean, maybe you're right, but he always said that he couldn't tell me anything about his job, which kind of confused Mm -hmm. me before. But now kind of makes sense. Like, I just assumed, you know, maybe he's a spy or maybe he is like, you know committing some sort of small crime, but that's benefiting us. So I just kind of didn't ask about it. It was kind of like, you know, if there's a crime, it was like a victimless crime, which is like, you know, I don't know the victim. So there's no victim. And I'm sure like a lot of these times, the credit card companies, they pay you back. And then it's the credit card company that loses the money. Or, you know, big rich people Mm -hmm. losing the money. So that doesn't matter. This is obviously a tough time in your life right now, Christine. But I think we both need to, and all three of us, everyone, you need to know that this is probably for the best. And whoever did this, you know, whoever this anonymous Mm -hmm. tipster was to you is maybe a villain at Mm -hmm. the moment. But Mm -hmm. I just, I believe deep down that they had your best interests in mind when they were making that anonymous tip. That's my gut. Hmm. Well, maybe I can ask Mm -hmm. them myself because actually I went to high school with one of the FBI guys that came Uh, by and he was uh, saying maybe he would break the rules uh, and tell me who the synonymous uh, tipster is. Yeah, well, well, he shouldn't do that, though. Well, he shouldn't, but the world is corrupt. Yeah, and we're friends. Seems like a good friend, but a bad Bad police police officer. officer. Yeah, Yeah. really bad police officer. Well, he's not a police officer. He's an FBI agent. I see anonymous tips in his future pretty soon as well um, if he keeps going down that path because um, no one is a- above the law. True. Yeah. I mean, maybe some things will happen to him. Who knows? But if I can benefit, again, it's a victimless crime because I don't know this anonymous caller. That's. I guess that's, yeah. 
by your logic, that's quite true. Yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of personal details from outside the podcast. And uh, so Christine's single again. I kind of called that one. Well, I'm not um, single again. I'm not single again yet. I want to find out what he is charged with and if he did it. And then I'll decide. Uh, so Christine, I guess, you know, technically not broken up with yet, but uh, the next chronicle visit that you try to show up for, I'm sure that that won't, uh, you know, might be barred there as well as the... Yeah, we'll see. Chronicle? If I'm going to be positive for a moment, I'd like to talk about the fact that I got a promotion at school. Is that you just go to the next level, the next course? Is that a promotion? No, so... You just graduate? So I'm, so I'm taking women's romance studies and... Mm-hmm. I have yeah. now uh, – I'm now a TA basically. They said, you're a natural. And they took me out of the program and they popped mm-hmm. me into a grad program. So now I'm doing a grad and I'm a TA. How long have you been in that class? Four weeks. Wow, moving up fast. Yeah. I think that this is sort of my calling maybe. I don't know. I, you know, I'm kind of wondering expertise-wise what, what – you know, you're kind of teaching these these kids uh, in the class. It's mostly like if you're doing a Regency romance, like what is a Duke versus what is an Earl versus, you know, what is a Marquis. Word count, counting words. I'm really good at counting words. Mm-hmm. But I have a trick. What mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. is I mm-hmm. count how many words are in a line of the book and then I times it by the amount of lines on the page. And then I times that. By the pages. Yeah, when I told them that, they were like, you should be teaching this class. Seems like a very small part. Seems like a very small part of teaching a class is counting uh, counting It's absolutely not, Brent, because if a book is too thick, people will just put it down because it's too heavy. So you have to make them nice and thin. Mm -hmm. And you got to keep a lot of content in there. And you got to be very explicit in the sex scenes. You know, the thinner the book, there's nowhere for that content to hide. So it's just all out Hmm. there. Which is great. And I mean, let me tell you, the bulk of it is just, you know, different words for female and male sex organs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, for the next episode, we'll have like we, we wrote some like short fiction um, and that will be done this week. So I'll be able to read it out in the next uh, next podcast. Oh, wow. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, they're pretty excited about it. It is pretty explicit. That's all. That's all I'll say, but I will say that. I only know the the regular words for the, the genitals, so I'm so excited to hear what some of these new ones are. Yeah, some of them are good and some of them are weird. There's a, there's an audience for all of them. So, Christine, I, you know, uh, great that uh, some of your personal life, uh, you know, you're getting this advancement, mm-hmm. but I don't want you to stretch yourself too thin from the podcast. We've already got one person uh, stretched too thin, and I want that to be Uncle Grombo. So, uh, you know, keep... Keep up the good work. I'm, I'm looking forward Thank to this you. content. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, just keep in perspective what number one is and what number two is here. Thanks. Yeah, I absolutely will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we actually, uh, before we get to the questions, uh, Christine and I actually, we had a really productive uh, meeting after she found out about her um, boyfriend Nash's um, maybe lawful arrest. We mm-hmm. haven't found out yet. But um, yeah. w- we met up and we talked about some really cool segment ideas we have. Um, hmm. We feel like the show well, is getting yeah, a bit. I made it pretty and... I've, yeah. okay. So I made it pretty clear that I don't really want you guys operating and interacting outside of the confines of the podcast because you talk about stale. I want those relationships to be fresh on air. I think it makes us more electric when we're on other. the podcast because we're yeah, closer. I think it's obvious. Brent, we've invited they're... you before, and you always say no. So 
It's on you. That's because I like to keep the relationship fresh. I like to keep the relationship fresh, and I like to you know learn things live as you tell me to. Other otherwise, I think what we've heard is Shane just kind of pretending to react. And so you know, listen back to that part of the episode, rewind and listen. And so you know, Shane is a masterclass actor, mm-hmm. and that was all an act. Him him responding to your information, Christine. Well, your choices sound pretty lonely. Hmm. Yeah, it is weird how when we mm. stop recording, Brent mm. will not communicate with either yeah. of us. Um, save it for the air. That's what I like to say. I say save it for the air, just like RuPaul. Well, we have a couple concepts that I do think are worth listening to, Brent. People really like taking selfies and stuff. So maybe it, we could do like a rate my selfie thing where someone would send in, like a listener would send in a selfie, and then we would rate them on the podcast and be like, this is scaring people away. This is reeling them in. Yeah. And um, another idea we had after the live show when we did that great expose on the um, love in the city of Toronto. We thought, why stop mm-hmm. at just... It wasn't much of, it wasn't much of an expose, Shane. It was mostly just stock footage of the CN Tower. Not stock yeah, footage, well, personal photos that he found on Google. No, no, the only... Okay, that's the same thing. So the only footage he took was of those two hot dogs that he found Which was sale. a video. Yeah, and it was actually two sets of two hot dogs. So it was kind of a polyamorous situation. Yeah, and we've uh, we've actually recorded a test segment here mm-hmm. where we talk about one well, of. I don't know if we have time. I don't know oh, if we have time. Well, I think it's, it's I think it's really show. valid and worth worth listening to, and it, it might help people decide where their next um, lover's vacation okay, well, Shane, might be. At. Shane, if you, I know you have control of the tech side over there, but if you put this t- if you put this tape in, that's a severe violation of the trust. That we have built together on my. You promised me the other day when we were really in the throes of dealing with Grombo that I could have a little bit more creative control over the show. I what I said was that we discuss it. We discuss it on my. Yeah, well, I know, I know. You said that we would talk about it, and I think this is kind of what we're doing. And mm-hmm. all three of us are talking, and two of us are really on board with this. Yeah. And maybe okay. Well, let's just put this. We'll put it to a vote, and yeah. uh, you know, I vote against it. Okay. So that's that's one vote. Unanimous consent of the runner of the show, the supervisor. Well, of the show. there's two yeah. of us, and we vote for it, and then one against. I, Come on, I've been to a city hall meeting before. We win. You've been to a city hall meeting? Yeah. They forced me to go. You're going to love it, Brent. You're going to yeah. love it. And you're going to say, hey, can I get some more of these segments? Yes, because exactly. This is All right. Exactly let's get this the out of the way then. The let's, okay. let's get this a out of the way. Stale. Welcome to Love on Location, where we highlight some of the hottest spots for singles across the world. On this week, Montreal, which some say is the city of winter love and the city of summer love. Like a great romance, Montreal's charmed both indoors and surprise, making it North America's romance capital, ready to be explored from a heart. Montreal, Montreal. The most memorable romantic experiences are often unplanned. A nighttime walk might lead you to a spontaneous outdoor class or the door of a hidden bar. And who knows what the city lights reflect, reflect, reflected in the eyes of your sweetheart. A sophisticated old playground where pleasures for grown-ups, from savoring fine food and wine, 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 to casino gambling, to boutique shopping, to the spirit of Longmore itself, add to the city's many attractions. Along the city's main shopping street, Rue Sweet Catherine, you can find the city's top stores. Ogilvy's, and Hudson's Bay Company, Gary Canadian, French, and international brands, as well as ones familiar to United States shoppers. 
So you need not go far if someone swoons, or agrees to be seduced. Coming to propose marriage, or something more provocative? Montreal has a sizable Jewish population that supports several bagel bakeries. So you need not go far if someone swoons, or agrees to be seduced. The unique casino Montreal operates 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Naturally, all bets are made with, with Canadian currency, with Canadian currency, with Canadian currency, only exchange, US dollars. So you need not go far if someone swoons, or agrees to be seduced. So you not go far if swoons, or agrees to, someone be, to be seduced. When someone seduced. Seduced, be seduced, seduced. Username, Shane McLean password, LC5IF login here, voice to text download. Okay, so that was uh, that was really something there, Shane and Christine. So I'm glad you yeah. uh, you know put some effort supposedly into that. Nice. I just had to go to the bathroom. Okay, so Christine's gone. Christine's gone to the bathroom, uh, kind of unprofessional. Brent, I got to tell you something. Uh, before she comes back, yeah, um, I was the one that put in the anonymous tip about Nash. Hmm. Christine's boyfriend. Okay. Well, it's not really related to the podcast, but, um, you know, if you want to get this off your chest. Well, I just feel like I'm kind of a bad friend, but this guy, you know, there's something about him. Uh, and honestly, when I called the cops, they said, uh-huh. yeah, we're looking into him already. It's like right. they knew something was going on. And I just was complaining about, you know, some of the way he, he was driving and the music and how he plays his music really loud. I thought it would just be a bylaw thing. I didn't think he was going to get arrested by the FBI. I don't know what happened. And, you know, normally I would have just let this slide, but Christine, she was late for a lot of our brunches, and I just thought something was seriously wrong. Yeah, and, like, she was saying all sorts of weird stuff, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she would be late for brunch, then she'd show up to brunch, and she'd say, oh, no, I don't I don't need to eat. I'm not hungry. Uh, I already had brunch. Nash bought me mm. brunch right before this. So what's with that? Sounds like somebody, you know? somebody likes brunch. And, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, that guy wouldn't know brunch if it, uh, you know, served him eggs. As far as I'm concerned, he's a troublemaker, Brent. Um, and honestly, I think Christine's going to be better off without him in her life. We can't put this in the show, though. We got to keep the audio. We got to keep the tapes running here, Shane. So there, we don't edit anything out. Everything's in. Better in than out is what I say in terms of the show. Okay. Well. I don't know what to tell her. I don't. I don't know how to how to break the news to her, or if I should, or if I should wriggle well, out of it somehow, or wriggling, someone else. Wriggling out of things. Maybe we should get down in touch with uh, Uncle Grombo. Yeah, Uncle Grombo would definitely have a way out of this. How was the bathroom? Oh, sorry, my urinary tract is all a mess because I'm so stressed right now. Hmm. But I'm back. I think I'm going to be able to get through the rest. Before right. I have to pee again, so let's let's do this. Okay. Okay. So Shane, uh, yeah. you you've uh, you've been hard at work on this reality ranch uh, dating project. Mm-hmm. I'm really I'm really I'm loving some of you know a lot of what you're putting together here, Thank and you. we've got a very exciting. An- okay, so we've got a very exciting announcement um, that I'm excited for, and I think I know you're excited for, and the listeners are going. I'm be, elated. Uh, very excited that we've progressed sort of to the next stage. I know last time when we talked, there was talk of the casting and who, what, you know, what sexy singles are we going to put down in there in that bunker and, and start those flashes flying. Uh And you have 
recently found what what you've said is the star of of this project sort of the horse that carries the uh the baggage camel on its uh, back if, if okay so the this horse is that Jane? carries the camel on its back indeed yeah that's a saying okay so that's enough so just no crosstalk okay so let's just get to this so shane uh i'm Maybe very I'm excited yeah you are so Shane, um, I really, I, I really want you. I, I'm excited. Uh-huh. He, you've brought him into the studio. He's got a very interesting energy, and mm-hmm. uh, some might say Magnetism. smell as well. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. So, so why don't you introduce him and tell us a bit about, uh, you know, how you found this uh, golden, golden star? Yes, of course. I'd, I'd be happy to. Um, as you know, I was having a lot of trouble finding sexy singles to uh, to agree to live in a bunker for an indeterminate amount of time in the hopes of finding love. Yeah, this was this is what I didn't understand is that when we started putting those advertisements up there yeah. on TikTok uh-huh. uh, for sexy singles, and it was overwhelmingly children. Yeah, that's the user base, though. I didn't know that. I hear about it in the news. I thought it would be right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was a bit of issue. And uh, huge, yeah. but you sorted it. I did, yeah, yeah. I just changed my account and I stopped getting all those messages, and I was able to start fresh and just kind of clear my name. I think digitally, but yeah, I, I as I wasn't getting the adult sexy single that I was looking for, I I thought mm-hmm. I had to start in it's a the algorithm. Way. I needed a nucleus, like a magnet in the middle that would draw these sexy mm-hmm. adult singles to the bunker and Down on one hole. of my cross city bus trips. And that's when Cam McLeod came onto the bus and I knew right away. It was funny, you know, I was I was just admiring out the window as I do because the countryside is so nice um, on mm-hmm. the three hour trip from the city up to Grombo mm. Ranch. And right. um, there weren't stops for miles. Yeah, and I was just looking out the window and I heard, you know, the, the clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop of sneakers along the side of the bus. And it's an unmistakable sound. And um, when I looked out the window, I saw a man keeping pace with a bus on a country road. Wow. He didn't wow. wait for a stop, you know? He doesn't do what society tells him to do. He gripped hmm. along the rivets of the bus, and he pulled and hoisted himself into the nearest open window. Wow. He just hoisted wow. himself up like it was nothing, and he was a little out of breath, but not, like, more than you would expect from something like that. And he said, is this seat taken? Plopped himself next to me, and I jumped into my pitch right away. Right. So here he is. So this is Cam McClutz. So welcome to the show. Uh, thanks so much for having me. It was it was uh, it was a meeting, uh, and it was pretty intense actually. And as he said, when I was uh, running by the bus there, uh, I mean, I owe that all to my uh, quads, uh, not right. not my calves, just my quads, because that's what I work. We've out. been riding we've been riding those Grombo quads here around the uh, the entertainment compound, and uh, you know those things really motor. Uh, you know, oh, you're talking like about ATVs. You're talking about ATVs. Yeah. I, I was talking yeah, about my the, legs. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, first of all, I want to say thanks for having me. Uh, and I didn't mean to, uh, you know, cut you off about those quads because I did see those ripping around the ranch and was really excited when I saw those. Um, I am a person who, uh, you know, knows what he wants and uh, tries to get it. Um, I'm pretty scent based when it comes to mm. uh, how I live my life. 
So yeah, I saw that bus go by and uh, mm. got a whiff of that like diesel. Smelled like gas. Yeah. Yeah, it was mm. a gas, a diesel, and uh, hmm. so I, I chased that down. And then obviously, once I got on the bus, uh, which is something I love to do, it's just ride buses. Uh, does yeah. I don't care where I'm going, mm-hmm. I just need mm-hmm. to be around people. So uh, you know, I can get those nose dunks in. That's what I. That's what I call hmm. my. Uh, yeah. How I, when I sniff people's scents is a it's a nose dunk. I like to get those whiffs in because. I don't know uh, if you guys agree, but um, the wet months are my favorite months to be on the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when when that musty uh, essence gets in there and and it, it becomes a just a goulash of uh, you know pleasure for my nostrils. Um, so mm-hmm. you get you get some shoes off, you got some wet socks in there. I'll mm-hmm. pinpoint it mm-hmm. and I'll I'll move seats to get closer, obviously, and then I'll pretend to drop something so I can. You know, right. kind of get get my face down there. Really tells you a story. I don't want to put people off with the smelling. I mean, that's mm. something for me. And you know, Shane, you probably didn't even notice that I was taking big whiffs at your neck. It did feel nice to be close mm. to someone, you know, because it's been a while for me. But um, it didn't bother me at all. I'll say that. Just you seemed so serene, and I thought it was just regular breathing. But now that I think no. about it, it was deeper yeah. than that. And that's how I got my head on your shoulder. Was I'm fall asleep, and you're a nice guy, so you didn't wake for me sure, up. Sure, I'm not. I, gonna, uh, not gonna push no. a man up. When he needs a rest, so this guy, I worked out so, so hard. So, okay, so Shane, that's enough. Okay, so we talked about buses for a while. Not really relevant. So, you know, this guy's single. And Shane, uh, you know, I can't believe we've landed somebody like this. He does talk. I mean, you know, take he's a got look, some Brent. interesting just ideas. A, and some. Okay, Shane, so just give me a second. So he's got some really interesting ideas he's, he's spouting out here. And I'm excited to get him down to that hole and start hooking yeah. them up with, uh, you know, the men hole's and not women ready yet. And, we can't uh, put anyone down there yet. I can help, Christine. This is a bit of a man's hole, uh, mm-hmm. so you know, no women allowed until oh. we're ready to put them in there. Okay. But then we're gonna pour them in when we can. If you want to help with the women's hole, uh, that's something oh, yeah. that we can talk about. Yeah, it's a bit smaller, but wider around the hips. And apologies to uh, listeners, but also uh, not apologies because you can hear a bit of that that bunker being put together right now, just outside, and we're very excited about that. We did, uh, we, you know, we found some people in nearby fields, and we have got them out there working. They were just kind of milling about, riding, you know, tractors, and we said, "Hey, you want to get on one of these ATVs?" We took them back to the Grombo Ranch, and we put them to work. And, uh, you know, so if you get a bit of that on mic, it's good. Uh, but just want to let you know that's what you're hearing there. And that's that pit, the men's pit being dug first. So, you know, Cam, I'd love to talk to you about some of your ideas on dating, some of that history, and get an idea what viewers can expect to see, uh, you know, live through those feeds that once we get that bunker hooked up. I'm excited to get in that pit um, and, and, you know, see who these singles are. You said you said that there might be some, uh, Shane, Shane said that there might be some Easter eggs where we have to find people to have sex with that, uh, mm-hmm. that like, you know, it's kind of like a treasure hunt, but for yeah, sex, which so that's, I, I that's like. really what we're, uh, yeah, uh, so what we're workshopping right now, and this is really patent pending stuff that's, uh, you know, pending that patent that we're going to have a mix of, you know, men, women, and uh, other category down there. And the goal of the game is to, you know, just everyone to have sex with each other uh, as many times as possible and to be the first person to do that. So it's a bit of like a game of tic-tac-toe or bingo where you want to get there, rip it up in that hole, and then, you know, you can stack those points 
by doubling up or tripling up on some of those you know men and women and as you said we've got some stuffed around the bunker uh, in different uh, different crannies so uh, yeah it's going to be very exciting uh, I'm, I'm excited I uh, just looking at the landscape of this ranch I mean one of my favorite pastimes is uh, hoverboarding but off-road like off-road hoverboarding mm-hmm. um, cool. and so I brought that I got that in my bag and th- I mean that's something that I do to you know kind of show off a little bit and let let it be known where I stand and how my body works, you know. Um, it shows off my quads, and the hoverboards aren't for the city for me. I, keep, I do it in dirt. I put some put some new wheels on it, some 4 by 4 wheels, and, you know, I just rip around and then, you know, let people watch. Right, so you've turned hoverboards back into skateboards. So that's very interesting. Uh, but forward you know, moving. you got to see this rig, Brent. It's really impressive. He was showing Christine and I outside before we started, just ripping around. I was thinking about having sex with him just by seeing it. Is Christine on the show? Is Christine in the in on the show? Well, we've been trying to get her down there yeah. in the bunker. Uh, you know, she hasn't confirmed, my, but I, she hasn't not confirmed yet. I'm dealing so. with too much. Uh, so, Shane, I'm sure you got the chance to talk to Cam about some of his thoughts on dating and his previous experience. So why don't you talk a bit about that? Me or Cam? I said you. Okay, well, he, like it feels like he would be the best person to talk to. I was this. confused too, Shane. Okay, so I just want to go over some of the ideas of what a technical Brent, it would you be want better. me to tell you. And uh, okay, so okay, 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 okay. So you I gotta just want look to go at someone when some you're asking. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Jeez, Louise. You okay, were looking at Cam, James, but you were talking to Shane. Okay, well, that was just respect. I was paying Cam respect as our guest. So, Shane, as technical assistant, a lot of the mm-hmm. roles that you're doing here is is giving information, filtering it through, sure, and of then course, yeah. you know translating it for the audience. So, it really, shouldn't be that complicated or um, a lot of crosstalk. Okay, well, let me take this one sure, then. Thanks, Cam. Uh, if, if okay, if, so uh, Cam, wait. so Cam, I do appreciate that, but I really want Shane to give us the uh, the Cliff Notes version. And then for you to kind of follow up and uh, oh. provide some additional details. Okay. Okay. I'll do Cliff's notes. Cam can elaborate at any point that you want. I'll just bullet point it and just break it down. I'll give you broad strokes. And then horse's mouth after that, I think, would be fine. That works for yeah. me. Yeah, horse keeper and then horse. Yeah, yeah don't I, really I, need I a lot of this it. explanation. If we could just get into this uh, information here. Sure. So uh, Cam... Uh, describes himself as 27 to 38 years old, but he says he can play uh, 28 to 39 in a reality setting. Hmm. He's uh, he's actually no stranger to the uh, silver screen, or what do they call the television? It's not the silver screen. All sorts of different series. Most of them um, security cam based or closed, uh, hmm. closed caption footage. That's What's it a called? good name for closed the show, isn't it? Closed circuit television. Security, okay, security cam. So I think that that works oh. out pretty well. Oh, yeah. We still have just Ooh. a working title right now. Uh, that does make it sound like he's working security somewhere. Um, right. So well, maybe he's securing We'll keep workshopping sex. it. But everyone's yeah. trying to have sex, right? Yeah, but protecting the sex. If it's security for sex, then I'm protecting it. I don't know if that was on the table, but I assume. You can do it on the table. Yeah, we have got a big uh, table napkin on that thing, so you can just uh, wipe that down afterwards. And when it comes to furniture in the bunker to have sex on, do we have sh- chaise lounges or, you know? Yeah, so, well, so, far, so far we've got the table. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got the rocking chair. 
Uh, kind of what else was in that barn? Uh, we've got a lot of vintage oh, wood. Hey. Shane, what else did we, we were able to hay. salvage from the fire? I like what that. Else, what else could we get from that fire? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the old quad seats. Do you have any old wagon wheels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have a couple of wagon wheels. Some of the spokes are broke off, but, you know, I think it's good as any. It's very rustic. You know, it kind of looks like an old cactus club before they did all the you know moxie's renovations very kitschy mm. joey tomatoes before they did all the renovations you know it's just very mm. fun any gas cans yeah no gas in them though the grumbo i don't know what he used to do here i think he just used them to start fires but everything's well those dry. quads were in pretty bad condition when we showed up and those things were running through a uh, gas like nobody's business and mm-hmm. it was grumbo's special blend which was three parts diesel uh and one part uh, super diesel, which is diesel uh, refined into a solid. So those things obviously were not running great. I wanted to say real quick about just the security camera-based uh, shows that I've been on. Um, obviously, mm. a lot of those were kind of I signed the I signed the contract after the fact of what happened, mm-hmm. um, so right. I wasn't uh, aware um, that I was on a show uh, until after the fact. So I'm excited to be, know that I'm on a show this time. Um, but people out there might know me from uh, a video that uh, it went kind of viral, but um, I was at an ATM and then mm-hmm. uh, a guy uh, came up came up behind me and he was dressed as like Chucky from that movie uh, Child's Play mm-hmm. it scared, scared me again scared me yeah so that algorithm oh, has yeah. really been fucking over a lot of people on TikTok and uh, just want to tell the kids listening you cannot participate yeah, I ran I ran right into yeah. a, a, a pane glass window and broke my nose but it was fine it was funny i guess people did i also funny. see you in a boat fail video yeah it was one of the it was like a, a jet ski boat yeah yeah you know how jet ski makes it sea do makes a boat yes okay yeah it was that i drove it right into a dock yeah that was so injured, funny injured some people yeah mm-hmm. yeah injured no not for the people and, and i that was actually a pretty lengthy lawsuit that i had to deal with Again, yeah. I wasn't getting paid for that. It was an after-the-fact sort of thing that I, I signed a release. Cam, I, I did want to, you know, I've seen a lot of your work uh, on on YouTube. And, uh, you know, some of those Amazon packages that you've been taking, uh, I, I really want to commend you because those are very close to the house. And I know Christmas is your busy time, so I want to thank you for taking your time uh, to, to spend here with us in the bunker. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's to get the heat off there, but um, I imagine, you know, there's a lot of work out there for you right now. And, uh, you know, now I've got a better idea mm-hmm. of weight uh, and sort of guessing what's in the package um, and just sort of knowing sizes of packages. So if I see, you know, something that's say uh, 24 inches by 38 inches, maybe three inches tall. I think, you know, maybe this is some either computer uh, gear uh, or clothing. Um, it could also be food. So I don't really know what's in the packages, but I can tell when a glitter bomb's in one because mm-hmm. a glitter bomb can't figure in that. It needs to be more of a square box. Right, right. Really interesting stuff I think is going to, play well down in that bunker so uh you know you you've shane has told me that you have you do have a family and i'm you know i'm interested to see uh how that's going to work while you're away for them for for, you know we're not really sure how long this thing is going to take to film it could be six months it could be you know a year so i i just want to make sure that you're committed to to what we're doing here and the vision that uh, i have and to a lesser extent shane has 
and mm-hmm. to an even lesser extent Christine, who doesn't really mm-hmm. have a big role to play, except for per- mm-hmm. perhaps participating in digging that women's trench. Yeah, I've got a family. They're um, estranged, I guess you could say, like uh, mm. like the Guns N' Roses album. Mm-hmm. Um, Chinese democracy. What? They're not around a lot. They're mm. not around uh, in my life. The last time I saw... Um, my ex-wife and four sons was um, probably Labor Day 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met uh, in uh, Manzanillo uh, down down south um, at an all-inclusive, uh, me and my ex. And so we actually had four kids in... Uh, about two and a half years. Oh, wow. Uh, one, the, the set of twins as well. Um, but uh, I don't know if you know this, but with, with, with kids, you get some money from the government. So, mm-hmm. uh, mm. you know, we were banking on that pretty hard, kind of living off of that, um, going cross country all the while. You know, I'm getting my sniffs in, my whiffs, and she kind of <clears throat> got angry about that because uh, mm-hmm. she said this isn't what I want my sons to be uh, opened up to um, they're more than just a bunch of fresh little noses uh, that you would think you could train mm-hmm. something about truffles yeah a lot of backstory there I'm sure we're gonna you know use a bit of that so you know, it's funny you say that like I actually I think I identify with this quite a bit because I have a twin mm-hmm. and we look very alike but we're very different She's extremely successful. And I kind of think like mm. I got the like the mental strength and she got the um, okay. career and the family. And I guess maybe I got the f- – well, I didn't get the physical strength. She's definitely stronger than me. You should get her out here digging that women's trench then, mm-hmm. you know, if she's got those muscles. Yeah, I mean if she can take the time off work, she'd be willing. She's really nice too. But um, – yeah, we don't really talk. Well, I was just going to say, so you, you you don't have a scar from where you were attached or anything? No, no. We weren't that kind of twin. We were, like, just oh, okay. ha- hanging out together and then got birthed, like, just one after the other. I'm the youngest. Um, but we don't really see it that way. Uh, yeah. And I just – we just don't talk because I just get jealous every time I'm around her and I kind of turn into a bit of a monster. You should be happy that you that you weren't attached because I could, I should make it clear that uh, my my boys, my twins are actually – they're they're attached. Um, oh. And so it's it's actually you – know, uh, and the other two are attached as well. And that was a post-birth uh, accident um, hmm. involving uh, a factory tour that went wrong. But – um, hmm. The ones, the one, the two that are were attached at birth. They're attached kind of by the wrist and the the ankle. So it's you know kind of like a you know one of those three legged races. They're kind of living that oh. on a day to day. But the other two, uh, the other two are just um, it's like they're they're just always holding hands, um, which is cute until you look at what their hands look like, which is sort of a you know, meatball with skin that's coming out of their yeah. arms. Yeah. Chewed up piece of so gum. I can, yeah. So, you know, some interesting uh, history there, and I can imagine you want, kind of want to get away from those uh, glued-together kids, get down in this bunker, and, uh, you know, forget about that for a bit. And that's kind of the experience that we're hoping to provide in the bunker is an all-expenses, mm-hmm. uh, you know, included in the sense that, you know, there are no expenses for us 
for us once you're down there. Yeah, we'll be throwing food down into the hall each week, I think, for different, uh, you know, challenges. And we've got to work on that. Yeah. yeah. So um, whoever is the most successful uh, at having sex with each other, I think those will be kind of the top of the pyramid, the food pyramid. So grains. You just grab it when it hits the ground, you know, scramble for it. Oh, you've got a ground down there now? So we have successfully or semi-successfully sluiced a lot of the slurry that was down at the bottom of that yeah, pit. A big sinkhole just would not stop sinking. Lost a lot of those field hands down there. So that was due in part to us successfully tapping into Grombo's uh, reservoir, which, you know, to his credit, he did say was down there. He knew it was down there, and we have been filling his tank. We've cut off the public water supply, and we've just been filling the Grombo tank directly from this reservoir. And he's never been happier because he's kind of got that farm-fed water. Get well soon, Grombo. Get well soon. Get well soon. So we did open up that reservoir, so there is a bit of a beach. Unfortunately, uh, you know, we Shane and I kind of learned pretty quickly that, yeah, it is kind of a, more of a marsh uh, and... Uh, so, so you do have some lovely water down there and lights now. What about air? It is available. All expenses included air, water, marsh. And we've got that food getting thrown into the pit. Uh, we, we've got those sexy singles still to come. One out of question mark is down there now. So you're hearing, uh, you know, if this sounds like something you'd like to do and you're not under 13 years old, please get in touch 18. with us. Uh, it is just as simple yeah, as child's play. Just uh, accept over 13 only. There's no Chuckies down there, though. But we are going to be chucking that bread and food into that pit. Yeah, I, I, if there's a Chucky in here, I, I can't do it. No, there's no Chucky scam. It's fine. It's okay. I won't. I would not let a Chucky down there. If knowing you're down there and your experience, I would not. As the executive associate producer, I wouldn't let it happen. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, after the talk here, the, I mean, really nice to meet you guys. Nice to see you guys. Um, uh, for, first off, I thought that there was going to be sex today. Um, but obviously that's not going to happen. Um, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind being the fish hook, uh, fancy fly for the sex trouts, but I need to, I need to know a couple things because from the sounds of it, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a marsh. There's a marsh in this hole. As I said, you know, uh, I, when it comes to furniture, I can have sex on pretty much anything, but I haven't heard anything about beds. And I need at least, you know, a cot or something. I've got a bit of a bad back. And sure, mm-hmm. my, my quads are real strong, but my back is weak. And so after all mm-hmm. this sex I'm going to be having, mostly standing, because that's what I do, um, is going to be, I need to lie down and sleep. And that's something that I haven't yet heard about. So that's a bit of a concern for me. Right. Well, okay. So assuage that concerns because, you know, one of the prizes uh, for successfully, uh, you know, sleeping with these singles 13 plus is that you will have first dibs 18. on that bed. Yeah. There's going to be more than 18 of them, 13 plus. Friends. And uh, you're, you are going to have first dibs on the bed and that's going to be part of the reward. Uh, you know, top bunk, that's first prize bottom bunk which is sort of just on the ground under that first bed 
and then it goes down from there. Well, if that's the case, then that's I shouldn't have a problem with that. Um, that is there any prizes where you know we get to go into the house and actually see uh, Grombo, Uncle Grombo? Because I'd like to maybe just have a little a few words with him. Um, I don't know if Grombo's really open to new visitors right now yeah. at this moment. It's sort he's of a just quarantine. Really busy being flipped and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I just he's, he's also he's he's very vulnerable to airborne illnesses and, and uh, liquid. What did he get him on a Zoom? Uh, I mean, I could wear like a. a, 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 a empty fish tank on my head or something to just to like so there wasn't a he he doesn't get any of my germs but i just want to get you know get his ear about a couple things and just see see well, his ear there. is usually pointing down kind of floating into the tank uh so it's not really going to work out uh grombo is kind of you know it's you know it's the grombo entertainment uh ranch style reality dating show but Grombo is sort of more of a figurehead, and again, that uh, that head has expanded out into the tank. So he is uh, not really part of this. So I mean, you you know, I uh, get well soon, Uncle Grombo. But this well is really soon. just just bunker related, yeah. But I, I mean, you say his ear, one of his ears is down in the tub, but his other ear's got to be out of the tub. So I mean, I could probably talk to that ear and have a little word with Grombo because I was heading out here for a reason. And when it comes to the Grombo Ranch. Um, <clears throat> I feel pretty connected to it. Don't worry about Grombo, I would say. Grombo's, um, he's kind of like a non-entity. Mm-hmm. He's the money man. Well um, but the visionaries are Brent, and to a lesser extent me, and to an even uh, lesser extent Christine. Mm-hmm. Right. And I understand that. If I could just get up into that tub room for a second. I mean, it would yeah, so it's kind okay, of a so deal just, breaker. Okay, so let's just shut this down. Okay, so let's just shut this down here. Everybody stop talking. So again, reasonable. okay, so it's changed. Shut the fuck up. So again, I just want to say, uh, Uncle Grombo's not part of this. Let's cut the Grombo top. Get well soon. Uncle Grombo, uh, you know, maybe we can talk about, an all, you know, a grand prize uh, is maybe uh, waving to Grombo through the tank wall and uh, tapping on it until it kind of gets his attention. Uh, you could maybe feed him by hand, but really that's, you know, we're talking about a year, maybe two or three once this reality show's wrapped up and uh, get well soon Grombo. I really don't think he's going to be around that long. See, the concern for me is that um, that Grombo is a, is a pretty powerful man and it seems like you're not too concerned with, uh, you know, uh, what he can tell us. And I'll say this, uh, coming in here, I was happy and now that I see what's going on, I'm not too sure because you're keeping him hidden and not hidden. all I want to do is talk to my Uncle Grombo. Excuse me? Excuse me? What? Okay, so first of all, first of uh, all, he's not <clears throat> hidden. Second of all, he's right there in the tank, uh, visible. The tank walls facing the farm and ranch, and so he's very visible there behind those shrubs that we put up for privacy. Uh, and third, I've asked the Grombo family, who's who have basically abandoned Uncle Grombo uh, until, for some reason, you know, Shane and I moved in here and started making this entertainment hub to to a lesser extent, mm-hmm. Christine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, all of a sudden, they're saying, "Oh, where's the will? You know, who are you? Uh, this isn't, uh, you know, you're not a family member. Uh, you know, but where were they?" And I can, I have sworn. Uh, testimony from my uncle grombo i don't know who the fuck you are but grombo's never mentioned you while he still had the ability to speak so uh you you know kind of a cami come lately well i think that you might want to look into your blood website and see what that brings up okay good point so again uh you know uh i don't know what your game is here but unless it's the reality i like that uh, he's already playing games this is good. 
This is good for reality TV. Well, I'm watching you guys argue, and it's nice. That's what you like about reality TV, you know? You know, I, I love you as a reality contestant. I don't like you as uh, an heir challenging uh, Grombo's wishes. So, you know, you're going to have to choose one lane and uh, stay in it, and hopefully that lane leads into the pit we've dug for you in the backyard. Yeah, Cam, please don't. Like, I think I understand maybe Grombo's family to you, and maybe you think, you know, you deserve a relationship with him. I just want you to push that feeling down because brent's been pretty clear that he's the only living i'm the only living heir and okay and shane when you say it like Uh, that it makes it seem like this is my idea i said to grombo i said grombo grombo i i can't accept all this but he he insisted he said brent uh i'm dying uh my bones are turning to mush i really appreciate you you've been here for a couple weeks and you've tapped into that reservoir and put that into my drinking water Mm -hmm. and it's a project that none of my you know, supposed living relatives have ever participated in. So I want you mm-hmm. to have full custody of me as a human being, um, solid or liquid. Well, it's funny that you say that because, you know, maybe one of his uh, living relatives uh, was too busy dealing with uh, his four sons that are two bodies mm-hmm. because of an yeah. accident in a factory and didn't have the time or emotional mm-hmm. uh, possibilities of coming out here to the beautiful ranch and seeing, because I'll say this, I'll say this. Yes, I love sex. I want to have sex in a pit. I want to be down in that mm-hmm. pit and I want to have sex with strangers. Well, good, good. And I want That's to find it. somebody hidden away and have sex okay, with them. Okay, we'll leave but, it there. Leave you know it there, what? and, and my, we're on know, the same level. Something smells. Something smells. Something smells fishy. Well, that's the Grombo tank, and I Shane, I want you to clean it that. every day. Uh, I so know, I want you to I clean know, those sides, not just the bottom, because some of that gunk floats uh, floats onto the walls. So uh, okay, so Cam, you know, we're getting a bit of information here that I'm not really liking. I'm still willing to throw you down in that pit, uh, but uh, you've got to kind of throw away your claim to the Grombo estate, which is uh, the Grombo Entertainment Ranch um, uh, style facility. I'm not trying to steal the ranch from anybody. I'm just want a word to talk to Grombo. That's all. Grombo's got nothing to say to you. Grombo's got nothing to say to you. You know, he talks through me to a lesser extent, Shane. And uh, when we're in the washroom to a lesser extent, Christine. Mm hmm. How many people do I have to have sex with to be able to have 30 seconds with Just Grombo? Just give him 30 Shane? seconds with Grombo if he wins. I think, at, well, at every last one of them and the Easter eggs. 13 plus and more than 18, as Christine uh, suggested, which I thought was a great 18 idea. plus. Christine demanded yeah, 18 more than 18. Plus. I'd love to have no, more than 18, 18 plus of age. those. Uh, yeah, 18 plus your what age. What age? I'm not sure what you're getting at here, plus Christine. 27 to 38. So, Christine, I was pretty oh, clear. Oh, they're 27 to 38. Not kids. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. 13 plus, 13 no, plus. No, Brad. Okay, so, you know, to just summarize here, we've got a very exciting um, opportunity for you, Cam, and it doesn't sound like you have much of a life above ground, so, uh, you know, I'm willing to forget some of these discretions, and Shane, uh, I'm not willing to forget that you are the one who brought them here, so just prepare for that later. Um, okay. And there's yep. going to be double Grombo duty for you later today. Uh so, so Cam, I just want to, you know, clear the air that you're here for one thing, and that's sex with as many people as possible. Yes, I am here to have sex with as many people as possible. If Shane needs help on that double grumbo duty, I'd be happy to help. But that's yeah, 
Okay, I, so God, I, no, Brent, there's no, there's no help. So okay, so help. here's the thing. My hands are so slimy after I finish. No, Grombo's very particular, and it took me a long time to teach Shane how to deslime Grombo. And as his body gets bigger and bigger, it's a delicate task because that skin splits like a water balloon. Can't believe it's still holding together. The human body was not designed for an aquatic existence, as Uncle Grombo keeps reminding us with those moans and groans. That's funny, since we started in the water. Some of the sound is just air escaping from his skin it's not him yeah again i want to get just... off the uncle grombo talk uncle grombo get well soon that's not the focus of what we're doing here well so soon. so cam we're excited to have you on board and our if you're ready to start immediately we would definitely appreciate the help getting some of that burned uh barn furniture uh down into that pit you know what i'm happy to be here and uh i might as well so let's Let's get this going and let the sex hunt begin. Yeah, and hopefully some good sex partners will be down there within the week. Uh, so thank you so much, Cam McLeod, for coming down. Shane, great work. This is going to be one hell of a sexy uh, single. So Shane, uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate the work that you're doing out there, and I want you to thank you. keep searching because with this hot tamale, uh, we, we're going to fill that pit up pretty quick. Yeah, I, I, I have no doubt. If you guys need any photos of... Uh, my quads for the website or wherever. They look good. Okay, we're done. I've been married for 38 years, and I have always been unfaithful throughout the marriage. My wife and kids suspect it, but none of them say anything about it. I can't live like this anymore. Should I tell my wife about all my affairs, that I'm seeing someone else, and that I don't want to be with her? Um... Should you tell your wife about all of your affairs? Yes, you should. In excruciating detail. She needs to know it all. I would love to know it all. Anytime anything happens to me, I want all the details. Does it matter in the end? Does it change anything? Maybe not. But knowing it is better than, like, not knowing it and assuming, like, he killed someone, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would just, like, rather know, like, is he having these affairs and they're, like, blue-collar affairs or are they, like, red-collar affairs, you know? Were they blue or red-collar? You know, all that information will come out in court. Um, and let's, again, let's yeah. take a moment to thank anonymous tipsters everywhere for their hard work and tips that they're giving out uh, free of charge. Tips on tricks. I mean, if mm-hmm. he did it, then yeah. But I don't think he did it. But I also don't know where his money comes from. And he's got a lot of it. Yeah, all those brunches he's buying you, you know, before we're supposed to have brunch, which is a little strange. Well, I will say that as someone that was betrayed by a okay, spouse... Okay, Shane, and I just oh, okay. want... I just want, Okay, so just Shane, I want to remind you really quick here that uh, what Shane is giving here on the air is not expert advice, but just his advice as a non-expert. So this is his input but not expert advice. A lot of people were upset about that last now, episode. Now, I'm sure your partner would, um, you'd think she would want to hear the truth, but uh, speaking as someone that did recently get closure on an old uh, relationship, and I did find out, you know, the cold hard facts of every um, betrayal that was happening while I was married to my dear, sweet um, love, Marsha, um, I wish I could take that back, mm-hmm. and I wish I didn't know um 20 percent of the things that she told me uh let alone 100 uh, there's a lot of stuff that people can't unhear so maybe just um slink out in the night uh and still end mm-hmm. the relationship but honesty is not necessary mm-hmm. yeah this is uh yeah sorry my phone is just blowing up here since i posted the uh, grombo fundraiser we have got donations pouring in uh you know wow. and, and a lot of 
a lot of nonsense crosstalk here from a rival fundraiser for the free free Grombo uh, fundraiser, which is not affiliated with this. This is from those Grombo abandoned abandoned family. They abandoned Grombo, mm-hmm. uh, despite what they might say in this mm-hmm. fundraiser. So they have a rival mm-hmm. fundraiser, and so uh, fund fundmyfundraiser.com has has you know sent some challenging emails. So. Uh, this is a, yeah, this, this one's a breakup for me for sure. Uh, 38 years. We have a niece who spent 12 years in Hollywood trying to become an actress. The only job she ever managed to land was a TV commercial that showed only her hands. After spending tens of thousands of dollars, she finally gave up and moved back home. She has now written a play and expects all her friends and family to pay $50 to come and watch her. We question the level of talent and entertainment that will be presented, but feel obligated to go to keep the peace in the family. How can we get out of this without causing resentment? Yeah, Shane, I'm sure you've got some insight into this. It sounds like a very relatable story um, for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I um, was never one to impose uh, these events on my friends or family. Um, I did invite them. They did not attend, and I was fine mm, with yeah, that. Yeah, so again, not expert advice. That is just input from Shane McLean. Uh, so for me, if I'm understanding this one right... Uh, you know, 12 years only spending tens of thousands of dollars, this niece seems to have a good head on her shoulder money-wise because mm-hmm. making it in Hollywood, mm-hmm. even just living in Hollywood, uh, you know, it's not cheap unless mm-hmm. you, you don't have a home. And even then, uh, there's a lot yeah, of other that's true. side impacts. So uh, that, that commercial that only showed her hands, uh, you know, must have paid pretty well. And to go to a play that costs $50... Again, the quality is in the ticket price, and that's how I judge what shows I go to see. Whatever's most expensive, I know is going to be the best because it's got the best sets, the best direction, the best the best playing and acting. So I think this is going to be one hell of a show, and you're going to see some amazing handwork there and uh, one, the, the best hand job of your entire life. My husband and I have been together for 15 years. Over the last couple of them, he has grown distant. Last month, I caught him messaging another woman and inviting her to lunch. He even texted he would plan a trip and let her know. When I asked about it, he told me he was drunk and it was stupid. Am I overreacting or is my husband of 15 years no longer into this marriage? Oh my gosh. I mean, I can't even imagine. I I understand that like she went on his phone to check all of his messages and stuff like that. I mean... But, like, she does have her own phone, too. But you would also think, like, oh, maybe he has her phone, which is a pretty normal thing. Like, I don't even have a phone right now mm. because when they picked up Nash, that was the day of the week that Nash has my phone. So now my phone is sitting in, like, some, I don't know, like, some room somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't have access to my phone. It's very scary coming up here on that long bus ride up that little rickety mountain mm-hmm. without a phone. Mm. Yeah, it is not great service up here anyway, but um, that bus is has really rickety. Every group chat turns. I'm a part of is totally going to blow up, and I won't know what's going on. And that mountain could fall over at any point in that bus ride. It's so rickety. Once we tapped into that reservoir, yeah, uh, it has weakened the structural integrity of this the, the Grombo Mountain, which we have renamed Grombo Mountain in honor of uh, Uncle Grombo. This is probably a breakup for me. Phone is just b- b- uh, blowing up. I have kind of 
uh, gotten access to the uh, fundmyfundraiser.com uh, support Uncle Grombo and support the real Uncle Grombo fundraiser. And so I have convinced the admins there to combine them into one. I've gotten complete access again with a picture of Grombo's face. So again, all that money is going to Uncle Grombo's uh, legacy in uh, turning this into an entertainment hub ranch. And I think that, uh, Shane, if you want to take it from here yeah. and just monitor this fundraiser. And, no and I have gotten their word that any subsequent fundraiser that pops up with the word uncle or Grombo is going uh, directly into our uh, our pool. And his pool as well. Yeah, you know, sometimes you're just, you have to communicate with coworkers after hours, late into the night. You know, sometimes Brent keeps me on the clock um, pretty late into the night. So I, I get what this guy's doing. You're living here, this. room and board. You live yeah, in here, room and board. 100%. Yeah, and I, I you get understand. That room, you get that board. And I think his wife needs to just back off a bit because he's just trying to put bread and butter on the table, you know, or eggs or whatever people put on the table. Uh, to feed the, feed his family, and you know he's he's tending to a lot of tanks all day, and just give him a break. I think. Yeah, some interesting insight, but not expert advice. So that's all the time that we've got for today's episode. We want to thank everybody for writing in and for listening. For Shane McLean, yeah, yeah, and Christine Bordelin. Hello. This is Brent Constantine. Thanks for listening to Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. And until next time, may your hearts be full, felt full. May your hearts be full. 